0: say what? A second episode from me this week? Yep, you betcha. It's a twofer. Each week I want to create a follow-up episode that is short, sweet, and all about the action steps from this week's longer podcast. Because what good is all of this amazing content if you don't actually do anything with it? So each week, I'm going to distill the episode down into a couple of bullet points that I want you to act on immediately to make a big impact in your business. I want you to take what you've learned and actually finish it. You know, do the thing. Consider me your personal accountability fairy. (laughs) I am your host of the Efficient Advisor podcast, Libby Grywe, and I built a 100% referral-only planning practice and grew it to seven figures as a solo advisor all while working just three days a week and taking off 14 weeks a year to lean into being a mom, wife, friend, sister, daughter, and frankly, a travel-obsessed human. I am here to walk alongside you and to show you how to do exactly the same and to help you to take immediate action on the most important strategies for scaling, organizing, and creating less stress and overwhelm in your business. We are about to transform your practice, so move over exhaustion, move over advisor ADD, it is time to take that one right next step to build a business and a life that you love. Okay, so this week's episode was called How to Add Lighter Fluid to All Your Conversations, Presentations, and Marketing with guest Deirdre Van Nest. So this week's episode was really all about crafting a compelling why story to get to that know, like, and trust factor faster with your clients. And Deirdre says it's like adding lighter fluid to all of your conversations, presentations, and marketing. And it's so true. So Deirdre shares, and this is your action item for the week, how to craft a compelling why story And she shared specifically the components to a great why story. And if you know me, I love when people, in fact, I tell all of my guests like, okay, here's what we want. Give us the language. Give us very specific examples. Tell us how, not just why. And so I love when Deirdre and I started talking about your personal brand why story. And she shared really specifically the components that make up a great why story, not just a good why story but a great why story and it was really four things. Number 1, it was get down deep to your why. There was either a problem that you were solving or a catalyst or something happened that really triggered what was, you know, what was behind your desire to become a financial planner. So for me, it started when my parents got divorced and my mom felt like, oh my gosh, I know nothing about personal finance. She might've handled the you know, inflow and outflow of the checkbook, but my dad did all of the actual like investment and planning piece. So my mom raised me to be a very independent woman and she started taking me to her broker when I was maybe nine years old and just started being part of that conversation. So my mom was really diligent about raising a daughter that was financially educated and not dependent on anyone else for that piece of information. So that's kind of where my why story started. And then what happened, so just kind of random background here. Um, then what happened for me is I got to college. And so I was a good little German Lutheran. I saved all of my money. I used to deliver Avon books. Does anyone remember Avon? I used to deliver Avon books and put them in people's mailboxes. I'm pretty sure that's a federal offense, but I don't think I knew that when I was little. And I for the Avon lady, and I would deliver all of her books, and she would pay me, and I saved all of my money. So I was maybe... I don't know, 11 or 12 when I opened my first brokerage account with all of that money that I had saved. And I always just found it so fascinating that my money was making money while I was off doing other things, while I was at school, while I was playing sports, while I was you know, hanging out with my friends. And when I got to college, it wasn't until then that I really realized like, holy smokes, not everybody around me has a stock portfolio and not everybody around me is really even good at saving all of the money that that they're making or saving any of the money that they're making. And that's really kind of where my passion for sharing financial planning with others really came to be. Okay. So anyway, I digress. But step one is really get down deep to your why. And there is either a problem or a catalyst. Step number two is to identify the characters in your story and to humanize them. So go back and listen to that portion if you need to, where Deirdre talks about like, how do you talk about your characters in the story and really evoke feeling? Step number three was edit the snot out of your story and kill your darlings. So every single detail must serve the story And Deirdre shared that they go through when you use them for their um, why story process, that they go through and edit this thing like 10, 13 times, like a ton. And even as professionals, they come back and literally look at every single word and say, does this word move the story forward? Okay. And number four is connect the story back to your client. Why does it matter to them? So for me with my why, It really connects back to like, I found that I am, I didn't realize that not everybody was doing this and that I'm crazy passionate about helping other people. So I didn't have like a big dramatic. I had this story from when I was little, my mom didn't know anything. I wanted to make sure that, you know, she wanted to make sure that I grew up knowing stuff and that as a byproduct created within me a desire to teach other people to make sure that everybody had their arms around their financial picture and really knew how to make money when they were doing other things. Okay. So this, this is what the big implement of the week is. And I mentioned that we crafted our why story in our group coaching program. And I'll be honest, it's an eye roll item. It's one of those things when we start the process, everyone groans and is like, "Ah, I know we need to do this. It's something I keep saying I'm going to do. And then they don't do it. <laughs> that was me, right? But once you start implementing it in all of your communication, it's going to start making an impact and it will go from an eye roll to, and I can't wait to share this piece kind of a thing. So it's been fun to watch the advisors in our group coaching program go from crafting this story and now feeling like really attached to their story and like wanting to share it with clients. And I can't wait for them to experience the results of that as they start to implement that here over the next couple of months. Um, I also wanted to talk about and a recap here that there's so many ways to repurpose this. And like Deirdre said, it's working when you aren't. And um, hello, that's like my favorite thing ever. Really, like, here are my four favorite things. So, like, number one, God, huge shout out to the big man upstairs. Number two, love my family. Number three, I love me some reoccurring revenue. And number four, I love working when I'm not working. So this why story will live on your website. It will live on your social media. It will live in your blog posts. It will live in your LinkedIn articles. Um, it will be continue to be repurposed in a variety of formats. So it's working even when you're not working. Okay, so I just wanted to leave you with your homework per se. The actual to-do list of what actions you can take based on this week's podcast And it's really just a friendly reminder to go take some action. Do the thing. And hit me up in the Efficient Advisor community on Facebook if you've got any questions. Bye for now.